Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Greg Bedard Patriots Podcast with Nick Cavins. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the Greg Bedard Patriots Podcast brought to you by Athletic Greens with 75 high quality vitamin, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right and BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Uh, so I am right now broadcasting from the press box at Gillette Stadium. The Patriots changed up their schedule a little bit, so I didn't have time to go home. It's already uh, it's quarter of nine right now, so I wanted to get you guys this uh, podcast. Um, trying to speak at a somewhat decent volume because I don't want to disturb any other uh, media members who are still working away. Uh, But I wanted to talk to you about today's practice because I think it was significant and uh, something we need to discuss. Um, Before we get going, um, you know, there have been some people on Twitter who uh, have listened to some of these podcasts and some of my tones and wonder where the joy is, wonder where the fun is. Uh, saying I, there aren't any tidbits and things like that. First of all, the podcast is not a comprehensive podcast. Never has been, never will be. It's a companion piece to what we do at bostonsportsjournal.com. If you want my in-depth breakdown of practice, including tidbits and you know who's making sacks and breaking up passes and interceptions and stats and things like that, you got to subscribe to BSJ. That's where I put my hard work. I put it into the print product. And this is sort of a sidecar companion piece. You do get some things in this podcast that you won't get at BSJ uh, just because it's a little bit more free form. But if you want the comprehensive product, you need to go over there. And as far as my joy, which you won't hear a lot of today either, um, what I try to do is accurately reflect, try to tell you the truth about what's going on in the field about your team. Um, personally, I don't care how the Patriots do. I don't you know, if they do well, is it better for business? Yeah, I guess. Um, but I don't really concern myself with that. I'm a journalist, always have been. I've been covering the league since 2001, um, my 21st year of doing this. And I got into this to tell the truth about sports. And that's what I try to do. And uh, I think many of you guys respect that. Um, and that's why you're here. You're here listening. You're reading over at BSJ to get the truth about your team. And when they're doing great, I will tell you, and I'll tell you why. When they're doing not great, I will tell you that also. And um, today, quite frankly, it's Monday, August 8th. 
the fourth padded practice of Patriots training camp was, um, how do I term this? Um, depressing. Um, it was, um, I might have overstated it the first day in padded practice when I called it an abject failure, uh, atrocious, words like that, because actually that, that day was better than what we saw today. The Patriots had uh, three padded practices last week. They had the in-stadium practice on Friday. They took Saturday and Sunday off. They came back on the field today. You figure, all right, they're going to hit it hard today, show some improvement, regroup, that sort of thing. In fact, it was the opposite. It was an utter disaster offensively for the team. They couldn't do anything well. They can't, and it starts with the blocking. They can't run block. They can't pass block. They can't do anything. And it filters down to, um, to Mac Jones, who I thought clearly showed frustration today. Um, I, I also think that if you're being 100% honest, there were some plays for the first time ever. I've remotely had this thought where I said, is he really trying on that play? Because there was a there was an opening play of the third sort of team period um, where they ran an RPO and it was designed to go down the left sideline to Kendrick Bourne. And Mac Jones just kind of pulled it back and just kind of threw it real quick. Um, didn't look like he really thought it was going to have a chance, didn't really give it a chance. And I wondered what the heck was going on. You could see him slammed his helmet in frustration a few times, some curse words going on. There was at one point after that third team period where he kind of went over by himself, took a knee, took his helmet off, and he kind of just looked at the ground. And Hunter Henry saw that, came over, took, put a knee down, started talking to Mac Jones. Mac picked his head up. I don't really think it helped all that much. I think I think Mac Jones was as despondent watching this practice or participating in this practice that I was watching it. And I think you guys know by now from whether it's Felger and Maz or this podcast or just reading me at BSJ, nothing during football season makes me happier than when the Patriots, the team that I watch all the time, when I watch good film and I see good execution, nothing makes me happier. And I think I portray that. I get excited. You hear me that way. When there is bad football, um, nothing sort of depresses me more than watching really bad football. Um, and today was just awful football. It was. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have no other reason to tell you than the truth. And that's what we saw today from the get-go, the first team period. Just to give you an example, 11 on 11, ones versus ones. Looked like they were looking on. Uh, this was actually like a regular period. This was not second and third and long. That was the next period. Um, Trent Brown jumps off sides. Uh, run stuff. Maybe a yard, maybe. Incomplete. Um, a stuff at handoff by Matthew Judon, who basically uh, was in the backfield, almost intercepted the handoff. Uh, pass complete. Uh, there was a sack on the next down. Completed pass in the flat for about one yard, um, I think, to Jacoby Myers. But... Miles Bryant was right there, and he pulled up. And uh, if if it was a live game, it would have been a hospital ball. He would have gotten completely killed. Uh, next play, incomplete. Then there was a sack on a little waggle play. Fake the, fake the handoff, roll a little bit right. Should be a very simple play, sack. Next play, complete one-yard pass, completely blown up by Mack Wilson. Didn't go for very much. Run stuff. And then on the 10th play, 
the 10th and final play. So they were 0 for 9 at that point in terms of a successful play, anything that gained, I don't know, five yards or more. A little completion in the flat to Jacoby Myers for five yards. That was it. That was the first team period. It was it, it was awful. Um, then they went to, a little bit later on, they went to second and third and long. Um, first play was fine, complete in the flat to Myers. You're going to hear this a lot. That's all they do right now is complete passes in the flat, checkdowns and passes in the flat. There's nothing down the field. It's like they don't even have wide receivers on this team. Next play, scramble on a Matthew Judon pressure. Next play, a little, you know, tight end, a little out for five yards uh, over the middle. Judon sack, uh, there was a, they actually threw the ball downfield. Um, to Hunter Henry. Um, Mac Jones saw it as a back shoulder. Hunter Henry kept going. It bounced um, out of bounds harmlessly, not even close. Uh, Next play, Um, Uche has a pressure. Mac Jones scrambles a little bit, tries helplessly, flutters the ball about four yards in front of him, trying to get it to J.J. Taylor. It bounces short. Uh, Complete to Myers in the flat, minimal gain. Incomplete to Aguilar deep. Uh, good defense by Malcolm Butler. Uh, Mac Jones comes completely, Marcus Jones, excuse me, comes completely un, untouched on a slot blitz. Easy sack. And then a uh, com- incompletion. Uh, Jones to Devontae Parker, who didn't seem to be on the same page. Uh, Malcolm Butler had a near interception. And then you have the final team period. You, I told you about the interception by Mills going to Bourne. Then they had a complete in the flat to Aguilar for four yards. A check down to Harris for a short gain. Um, then RPO interception was dropped by Jonathan Jones. Completed a pass to um, Harris in the flat for a short gain. And then a sack slash scramble on the final play. Um, it was that bad. It really was. I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. Um, I'm not trying to overblow this, I would love to tell you that they made more progress today. I thought each day they made minimal, very baby steps from the first day in padded practice to the second to the third. Today was the fourth. It was awful. It was, um, you could just, and, you know, what's more, you could feel the frustration um, from the players. And we will talk more about that after I tell you about uh, AG1 from Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because... I wanted to up my nutritional supplements, vitamins, uh, my overall health to continue the sort of health kick that I've been on. I did the research. I heard about Athletic Greens, had never heard of it, did the research, saw all the great reviews. And I got to tell you, it's everything that you hear about it. It's the absolute truth, including from me. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Basically, everything. One shot in this green juice. I know that sounds a little bit scary. You think it tastes like seaweed, stuff like that. Got to tell you, it doesn't. I really like the taste of it. A little bit of minty aftertaste. Uh, I really love it. Um, It's part of my... Uh, routine first thing in the morning they say that it's better to absorb the minerals i'm all about that um and uh even my brother ordered it up he loves it too um 
I can't say enough good things about it, especially that it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It really does. It has that minty taste. Trust me, you'll like it. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Bedard, B-E-D-A-R-D. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Bedard to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, related to the offense today. You know, I, you could see the frustration with Mac Jones. We could see it on the face of David Andrews and, and, and his words when he came and talked to us after practice. Um, he was basically like, well, just got to try to get better tomorrow. Um, I don't know how the coaches could watch, and they kind of had long faces too. I, I, it's hard to describe, but there was just this feeling at practice today that it was just like, this is awful. Like something has to change. And to me, this has to be the nadir of this offense. I mean, it's either the coaches have to look at what went on on the field today. And, you know, I had them for 26 plays, the first team offense. I think three were successful. It's something like 88% were unsuccessful. I've never seen, I'm telling you, and I'm being honest with you guys. I've never seen anything like this in my 20 plus years of covering the NFL. I was talking to Mike Giardi from NFL Network at practice, just to, you know, cause Mike knows football. His dad was a coach, you know, I have a lot of respect for Mike. And, you know, he goes around to different camps and I just said, did, did you see that the way that I saw it? And he said, yes, that he just, it was awful. He, to, to give you some context, he has been at Giants camp, Brian Dayball putting in a new offense. The Giants aren't nearly as good as the Patriots are on offense. Um, Mac Jones is probably take Mac Jones all day over Daniel Jones at quarterback. And he's like, the giants aren't any good, but they look a lot more competent than the Patriots do right now. I mean, they, it looks, the offense looks incompetent and I don't know how the coaches can go back after this specific practice, after having two days off, after saying, okay, let's go after it again on Monday and see how it looks. I don't know how they can go back and watch the film from today's practice and say to themselves, we're headed in the right direction. I just can't see it. I will say there were a couple runs today for the first time in camp where I saw them pulling guards. And what do you know? They were by far the best running plays of camp so far. Big holes for Damian Harris. It looked like last season um, when they would do that. Um, So to me, that's something that they they have to look at. They have to look at asking some hard questions about, is this direction that we want to go? How much longer do we want to do this? You know, I was I wrote a column today that said basically by the end of the Panthers week, uh, the next preseason game, the joint practices, that's when they have to make a decision. After today, I don't know. I don't know if they can go into the preseason game and try this. I really don't. And if I'm them – and I'm not, and I don't have Super Bowl rings and all that. I am, I'm scrapping everything and I'm going back to basics. And uh, we're starting with, hey, block the guy in front of me, block a gap, whatever the Patriots need to do to simplify things 
to start having success because right now they're, they're not having any success. None. It, it, I, 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 I hate to keep saying that, but it, it's, it's the truth. So I think that they need to, they need to move ahead and, and scrap this now and start moving in a direction. At least get with Mac Jones and David Andrews and maybe a couple other veterans and be like, what do you guys think? And what do you guys want to do? And just hear them out at least because I do think Max frustration is growing on a daily basis and I don't know how much further they can push that. I, I, I really don't. And um, I didn't think I'd be saying it this early, but I am. Um, so let's move on to, you know, some other things from practice. Um, uh, again, on the not good news front, uh, the 2020 tight end class of Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene both miss at least a portion of practice today. Dalton Keene started the practice on a rehab field, looked like he had some sort of long sock on his right leg. Devin Asiasi left with a trainer midway through. I mean, this is the norm for these guys. I mean, highly disappointing. Asiasi's gotten off to a decent start at camp. Um, so hopefully he doesn't miss much time, but um, he... Uh, not good. Um, Isaiah Wynn was not in practice. Uh, Justin Haran took his place at right tackle and uh, was pretty much a disaster from uh, from the beginning to the end. From one-on-ones to two-on-twos to, to team drills, um, he could not block well. Um, Jabril Peppers seemed to get in the mix more. Chasen Hines, the draft pick, uh, was out there, is off the pup list, so that was good to see. Um, and uh, let's see, what else? Um, in one-on-ones, I'll just give you sort of the headlines. I had Yadni Kajust and Michael Wenu both at 2-0. and I thought they both did a really nice job. I thought uh, Cole Strange had a really, really rough day all around. To me, it was his worst practice of camp. 0-2 in one-on-ones. He had a tough time in the run blocking drills. He had a tough time in team. Billy Yates, the assistant offensive line coach who doubles as the offensive line coach when Matt Patricia's doing the offensive coordinator thing. Uh, was basically all over Cole Strange's case uh, the entire practice. Justin Haran was 0 for 3 in one-on-ones. thought Matthew Judon had his best practice of camp by far. He, he had missed a day at least um, and came back 2-0, and dominated in team, uh, you know, tremendous. Um, one guy I'm pretty worried about, Ronnie Perkins. Um, the I forget what round he was drafted in last year, but decently high, third or fifth round something like that um with he, he was 0 for 2 today he had a he had a um decisive loss to uh Yadni Kajust um who has been good of late but Ronnie Perkins got sort of ragdolled I, when you watch him you know if you thought Josh Uche was a little bit small uh Ronnie Perkins is tiny he's small he's light it's tough to see him in an every down role at any point at this size. I mean, he can always get bigger. You never know with guys. Um, but right now at best, you know, maybe he comes on as like sort of a dime uh, pass rusher, but that's about it. Um, I'll give you uh, to stop the depression. I will give you my four up from practice. Right after I tell you about Bet Online, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. 
Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online where the game starts. So to uh, end on an up note, bring you a little bit of joy, my four up, Matthew Judon. Thought he was dominating from start to finish. Tremendous. Marcus Jones, the rookie, had a sack on a slot blitz. Two passes defended. He's kind of becoming a little annoying gnat on defense, which is good to see. Yadni Kajust, you know, I think he's stacking really good days, and I think he's becoming a factor as far as playing time uh, on the offensive line. Maybe tomorrow he gets a little bit of a – seems like they're just giving him left tackle to worry about, so as long as Trent Brown's out there um, – he doesn't get much time. And I will say Tyquan Thornton um, seems to be gaining confidence every day. Talk about a kid who's stacking success or beginning to. His route running is really on point. I mean, he's he's not just a burner. He can create separation with his routes. He ran a double move against Terrence Mitchell today in one-on-ones that just uh, basically Mitchell's jock was on the turf. It was very impressive. Uh, so he's off to a... He's off to a good start. He is. Um, I think that's about it. I will leave the rest um, to the BSJ members to devour my practice report, which is on the site. Um, And I will be speaking to you guys tomorrow. But uh, thanks for listening in. Make sure you check out athleticgreens.com slash Bedard and also betonline.ag with the CLNS50 bonus code. Thanks, everybody.